That's pretty good. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. LE2B. I'm Tom McCaffrey. I'm here with Eric B. Before we start, please subscribe to this podcast. Please join our Patreon and please um buy my albums and um buy my book, Born Funny, a comics chronicle through the rise of alt comedy available on amazon and other great places it's a great book right eric yeah have you read it yet shit i keep forgetting i'm gonna read it this week i'm gonna go buy a copy okay it's pretty um cool you heard it here first yeah i'm gonna put on my amazon thing right now and if you join our patreon you'll get a free copy so that's and uh bonus material so bonus uh episodes with celebrities so all you have to do is give whatever two dollars, four dollars, fifty dollars. Okay, I feel like Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Why? Like asking people to give money because yeah. um, did you see that thing where um, he was on Fox News, like almost crying basically about you know like that people need to give money to Trump? Oh no way! That's hilarious. So, you know, before we get into the whole thing, obviously the indictment happened yesterday mm-hmm. here in New York City, but it's like, why did why are they always asking for money for him? Does he not have money? No, because this is a great anything he does, he can just raise money off of. And uh they were saying that he he didn't want the mugshot. I was part of the deal that he wouldn't get the mugshot, but he had if he had gotten that mugshot, he could have just sold that, you know. And oh, totally. Pe- and people already are making up fake ones anyway. So he could have he's missing out on that money, you know. But like, why is Lindsey Graham shilling for him? Why is he want him to give them to give him money? He just wants to look good. And what well, Lindsey, Lindsey Graham, Graham, I guess he's just in the cult that far no, in. No, Lindsey Graham hates Trump and he hated him pretty much until he realized that he would never win another election in South Carolina unless he started endorsing him. So um, he was actually on uh, The Daily Show a couple of weeks ago with Al Franken. It was I know I saw it. I was so fucking inter- pissed. I, yeah. I hated that Al Franken was like nice to him. Well, you know, they had a cordial relationship. And you know that Lindsey Graham, I mean, I hate that guy, but uh, he hates Trump. But if he wants to stay a senator, he had to kiss, kiss his ass. He's in South Carolina. If yeah. you're not behind Trump, they're just going to replace you. Yeah, I know. It just it just looks so. But I I don't know that he really doesn't like Trump anymore. Though I feel I feel like that's what happens. I think they get so in doc they get so deep in they don't know what's yeah. you know up from down, left from right. They just I don't think he know. I think it's like you see, and I'm I'm like I, I don't know. know though. I mean, I think these guys because if you see you know those when you saw those texts from Tucker Carlson saying I fucking hate this guy, and then he's on TV saying how much he loves these guys are actors. They're actors. You know, yeah, I and guess that's true. That's why they say Fox News is like world wrestling. They're actors. So Lindsey Graham is lo- a liar. And once John McCain died, John McCain was the only thing keeping him semi-rational. But when he died, that was it. I guess he just was such a, you know, weak-willed, um, I don't know, what, what, you know, like wet noodle that he just kind of has no, you know, obviously he has no back- backbone or spine. But it's just kind mm-hmm. of amazing to watch. Like, so what if you, I mean, did you follow the whole indictment thing? I mean, it, it was, I, I kind of love that it's in New York City and it kind of makes mm-hmm. sense that all this is happening in New York City because it's like New York City because it feels like its own kind of entity that's kind of like, look, we're, we, we don't give a shit. We, 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 we've we hated him for years. So right. I know that's not- two things. I mean, and I've said this for years, the people who knew him the longest all fucking hate him. So I don't understand yeah. 
why, why these other people think he says he's so great. We all hated him. Everyone, well, he was a joke, you know? Well, it's kind of like a guy who goes to a new high school and then you start mm. hearing that the guy, everyone at the old high school hated them so much and that he ripped them all off. And they're like, don't, uh, he better not show his face here again. It's just so pathetic that like, he has to go to fucking Waco to like get people to be, you know, to support him now. And it's yeah. like, does he not know how Waco ended? I mean, what a weird. No, but you know what that was. I do, but it's just so like, first of all, I think it's very fitting because it, it seems like it's, you know, we're close to it kind of like, you know, burning itself to the ground. I mean, hopefully, like I'm just waiting for the, you know, them just finally implode in a ball of flames. But yeah. um, I don't well, know. Doesn't it seem pathetic? You'd have, I mean, I know he went there because they're just there's they're gun nuts and they're the most right wing. They're just cr- crazy. It's, I've said it before. Whenever they 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 show tr- Trump supporters on the news they're always crazy like they they never look normal they're always wearing these like insane outfits and it's yeah. just that doesn't like saying that doesn't speak volumes to anybody like no i mean those the people who like them are crazy so when someone does something like that they they're like yeah right on but uh the, the yeah. other story was that um you know in 1989 trump took out a full page ad saying he sh- they should execute the, the, central, the park. central park five and uh the guy, one of the guys in the Central Park Five, is running for a Congress, and he yeah. took an ad out in the New York Times ripping on Trump. Oh, when did he? When did that come out? Today, I think like today or yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. Yusuf Salam. <laughs> yeah, how funny is that, man? Karma, um, baby. Yeah, it just would be really funny if like uh, that one of them ended up on the jury. Imagine he's, <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like they're going through the uh, the case, and he looks and fucking you know, Corey Wise is sitting there. Well, the really funny thing is he wants to move it, right? The change of venue. He wants to move it to Staten Island. That ain't going to oh, gonna happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. you, might as well, you might as well just move it to Alabama because it's the it, fucking thing, right? It's just so funny. Well, the, the reason you say that, Staten do... Island. What? You could just move it to Alabama. It'd be the same thing. Staten Island, yeah. basically. Yeah. But, you know, does isn't it also kind of fitting? Doesn't it kind of, you know make a statement that the, the only borough in New York that supports him is known as just the fucking toilet of New York city. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's just like, I'm not even, I'm not even coining that. That's like been said from day one that right. Staten Island was just kind of like this, the shithole of like idiots. And then it's like, of course, you know, George Santos, the, you know, the, the uh, area that nom- that elects him is long Island. It's just kind of like all mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the, the areas that kind of are, are always bear the brunt of like humiliation and uh yeah i mean i do this joke on stage about staten island i have some jokes where i make fun of them and i said if you don't know staten island it's like if brooklyn and new jersey had a baby and that baby was covered in axe body spray and cold sores and grew up to be a trump supporter at staten island yeah new york is really like that joke um other yeah people, everyone it's funny other I mean, people are slightly confused because they don't know brooklyn and new jersey what they mean as much so Oh, really? Some of them, the context, you kind of get it, but New Yorkers really get that. I feel like Staten Island is like barely considered New York. I feel like it's more kind of like almost just like an offshoot of New Jersey. It just kind of is. <laughs> and Long Island's the same thing. I feel like Long Island is kind of like, yeah, I guess it's New York, but is yeah, it? But Staten Island is like, no. I mean, and I, I used to have a, I used to have so many jokes about it that I just kind of laid off about how like you go to Staten Island and you see stores that have been out of business for like 30 years and they're still there. Like it's like two, 2018 is like, why is there seven blockbusters on this street? You know? 
Like they had, is that true? They'll have a lot of stores that have closed down and they, nothing else is open. And I don't place. know. You just, it's weird. I mean, it's actually gotten much better over there. Staten Island. I took the ferry there over the summer and that area, right? There's a baseball stadium. It's nice. There's just some areas for a while that just seem like stuck in time where you see a mall on the, sh- and the stores are stores from 1985. Like, you know, like, is there still Spencer's gifts? That's still there. You know, yeah. it's like they went out of the companies went out of business, but someone forgot to call the Long Island branch to say, Hey, we yeah. closed. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I think I was, I was there a few years, like four years ago. Yeah. Um, you see like Benetton. And stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Chess King. Do you remember Chess King? I think so. There's a bunch of tab outlets. Yeah. <laughs> you know, tab. Remember that soda? Tab. Yeah, tab. <laughs> that like, wasn't there a rumor that it caused cancer? It used some kind of like sugar substitute? That No, it was the original diet soda and it had a saccharin, which caused cancer. So then the soda, then um, Coca-Cola made Diet Coke, which has, you know, uh, the other aspartame or whatever. Yeah. But. People love the taste of tab, so they kept it around for a while. I don't know if it's out of business now, or they. Oh, it is. It's definitely out of business. Well, it's. Let me say, actually, I'm curious about that Um, because I think they might have redone the formula. Have you Uh, have you seen a tab in years? No, let me see. Market is a low. Was yeah, it was. Uh, I guess when it was discontinued. Here's a little. I see. This is very interesting. 2020. What? Yeah. It I was told around. You, yeah, it would just be very hard to find, but there were people who were so into it. I just thought that maybe they just kept it going and then um they changed sold the in like fo- Staten Island. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh you know, um I feel like Diet Coke totally like court like course corrected them, like completely just took over their market. Mm-hmm. Um but I remember when I was really young in the seventies. I was really young. I guess I uh, like eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just it was around. ubiquitous. Yeah. It was just everywhere. It was like the tab commercials. But even really young, it soaked into my mind that it was like that's how well known it was. That it like was bad for you. That it caused it, it caused cancer and people well, the, or whatever. Yeah, and the weird thing now with diet sodas because I like to drink them and stuff is that a few years ago they decided they're getting rid of the word diet. You still see it on Diet Coke, but most of it's now zero sugar, right? Which is the same thing, but it's fucking confusing because I went to get a Snapple the other day and I'm looking for the Diet Snapple and I'm like, what is this zero sugar? And I'm trying to, what does zero sugar mean? It's the same thing. They just changed the name of it. Yeah, I was wondering that. I've seen that a lot, yeah. with, especially with Snapple. Yeah, that and uh, Coke Zero. Coke Zero, which I really well, That's why I always am confused too, because I'm like, because they have Diet Coke and Coke Zero. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, which one's better? Which one's worse? I like them both, but yeah, I don't understand. They taste different. Um, but like, I, which I, one is worse for you? Then I feel like it's the same. I don't. I don't. Know. They might have. Dif- they might have different sweeteners in there. Um, well, you know, we're covering the important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> first, we started with Tab. Um, <laughs> All right, let's talk about Mr. Pib. I'm going to do a half an hour, of Mr. Pib. Uh, we but, get into. Um, but let's first... get into a little, little bit because the the best part of the whole Trump thing was not not really Trump it was. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, going down and, you know, showing her support. And I, I think she didn't realize how little support she, she'd get over there. Um, she must have had. Do, do you think she just had? I mean, I wonder if she's even been to New York City before. Do you think? Uh, well, she, you know, she inter- she uh, I don't know. Probably. I mean, she was interviewed by uh, 
Leslie Stahl, which uh, that was another fucking problem. Oh, that, the, the 60 minutes thing. Right. But um, the thing with Marjorie Taylor Greene is that even though she she left after like five minutes, but we think it looks ridiculous. But on the other side, they love it. She look, She's a hero for doing that. She looks so brave. And then, right. and then they're looking at us like New Yorkers are animals. But you want to yeah. I'll just play it. I, 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 oh, you're going to play it? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was was a very effective speech. (laughs) I just Um, want, I wonder if I heard someone called her Nazi bitch, which I I think is pretty apropos for apt name for her. Well, also there is a thing where they're, they're all using these whistles. I guess someone handed out whistle, but apparently it was like a MAGA person that handed out whistles (laughs) and then it kind of backfired. Um, but yeah, do you think she was expecting it to be that, that bad? I mean, because she kind of I, I that's a clip where it's kind of far away. But I, I heard a clip where, you can, where it's close. And you can kind of hear what she's saying. But it's just amazing. I was just I mean, even if you're in the cult and you're full in, it's like just every every talking point, every speech is just the exact same mm-hmm. thing. It's like going to a concert where they only play three songs every night or just going to a, a comedy club, a comedy show every night. And the, and the guy's doing the same 10 minutes. It's just kind of like, it never gets boring to these people. Like it never gets redu- like her, just the whole, like, I mean, what it, it's always Soros and then it's, you know, Soros, which is, Biden. but the Soros thing is the anti-Semitic thing. It's, it's when, no, I know, but it's yeah. that. And then Clinton. And the, I mean, the, I, the fact that they're still bringing Clinton, it's just like, what, yeah. It just shows that I mean, can you bring up something from the past like ten years? Um, well, here's here's Biden. Here's what? her here's her talking. You want to hear? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. I love to hear her. Heard the story from the, the people on the January sixth <laughs> committee. We've heard the story about how it was an insurrection, and I'm going to tell you something right now. It was not an insurrection, and President Trump did not tell anyone to go into the Capitol that day. And as a member of all right. What is she? Why is she bringing that up? Who is she has nothing just, to do with what's going on there. She is the, you know, she's a troll. That's all she is. She just wants to own the libs. And, you know, she wanted to go down there. And she probably looks like a hero to those people. But that's the thing. I, I I get if you're on that side and everything. And I know it's a cult and you're just if you're in, you're just you're you're like you, you have no you know, agency anymore. And you're just kind of, you're not thinking for yourself, but it, no one has a moment of like, this is boring. It's just the same. I don't want to hear her saying like the same three things every time. Like, um, right. But, you know, as again, I think I brought this up before where someone compared the Fox and maybe even really the Republican party. It's like the WWE. They just have their talking points and it's almost like a catchphrase when the wrestlers would have catchphrases and stuff. Yeah, totally. So they don't need to, you know, they're not solving problems. I mean, it's a very, I was actually reading, I want to get a little boring. Solving problems. I don't, I don't even think they don't go people. Republicans don't go into public service anymore to, for, to solve problems. It's literally just, Oh, I'll be really crazy. It's I mean, I think they're usually crazy. No, they're, they're but they're like, funded by billionaires, and the billionaires don't want to pay more of their money, and they want to crush the poor. So they fund these people, and they just right. talk about everything to get people to vote against their economic self-interest. Um, right. 
yeah they you know they 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 find these like you know shameless kind of somewhat charismatic people who are like not afraid to go out there and be you know they're just complete narcissists and they're um they're insane they're borderline socio i mean uh santos i mean that guy is like is a sociopath i was watching like a someone do like like a psychologist or psychiatrist kind of do a kind of like a, an, an analysis of his behavior. And they were just like, I, anyone who could lie that much and still um, have no shame or show no remorse for in that scenario is just, you have to be a sociopath. Um, yeah. And there's another, I heard there was another, there, there's a, been a few other Republicans that they've caught lying. There was another guy or some congressman who said he graduated MIT and he never did. <laughs> So where do you I know that like it, the thing is now it's become like white noise almost saying how horrible they are because it, it, the party has devolved and I don't even know what it I mean it it is a cult and it's a cult of personality but like what what, what can you even say anymore about it you know what I mean like the fact that well let me play George Santos walking away in shame from <laughs> from from the thing I saw him he was they, they were he barely yeah. had any and he couldn't get a word in edgewise yeah I, I'm doing nothing I'm leaving. Are you coming back at all later today? No, because you guys make it unbearable to be here. Why are you here then? <laughs> <laughs> you guys make it unbearable to be here. Yeah, no, yeah, he sounds that's like the such point, a you fucking queen. I, yeah. You guys are make. What did he expect to happen here? Um, that's what. But again, it's like it makes me proud of New York because it's kind of like you know they come here and they they don't have they they can't get a word out because right. we're just shouting them down because it's like we're doing what they do. We do what the you know. I know they just can't take it. And the thing is, he's a fucking idiot. They're outmatched here. They're just kind of like, I don't know what to do with this. This is fucking. I've never seen this before. I'm out of my depth. So it's kind of like you know the not suffering fools. And I I don't know the whole thing where they keep being like, I can't believe this is the charge that they're bringing. It's like, well, I mean, someone had to do something. It's fucking DOJ is just fucking dog shit. What is Merrick Garland? What 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 is that guy? What a Nothing. Well, me, yeah, yeah, I know. Being. But I think the thing was also people were like, they they were like, oh, we're going to come to New York and cause trouble. I'm like, you're in a hostile territory. You want to do that? You do this shit in Char- Charlottesville. That's fine. But you're coming to fucking New York. And uh, I don't think they really were expecting that they were going to get that much pushback. You don't think so? You really think that Santos, you don't think was he he seemed to like fold immediately. I don't even think he he just he's holding on. So he's just like wants to show support and stuff, you know? Yeah. With a party. Uh, This is from October. It's so funny, too. It's very telling that the only people that will like, you know, like come out for him and make a show in the government are just the two most crazy, insane, (laughs) you know, cult, you know, cult followers in the party. I mean, some people talk about how she wants to be his vice president. That will never happen. If he runs, he is not going to pick her because last time he picked Pence, who has his own issues, but he presents well, right? So it's like, oh, the president's crazy, but the vice president is the adult in the room. There's no way Trump's going to run again and have a crazier person as the VP. This is yeah. just no way. Also, that that party is, you know, as crazy as they are, the the, the, the GOP voters, it's like, they still are they as crazy as they are they find it so hard to support a woman like so that's a big problem on that side it's just like they can't even if it's on their side and they love trump it's part of them is just like just can't do it it's like it's something like in their dna they're like i just can't support a woman there's no way a woman should have any power in the government and this is but 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 the craziness is why trump's going to win the nomination because 
what happens during the, the, the like a debate, the general election debate, Trump looked like an idiot because he was acting all crazy. But during the primaries debates, uh, you can go crazy hard. And the craziest guy in the Republican primary debates are, it usually wins. And so who's going to out crazy Trump in that debate? Well, the other thing no is, one. what are the what no, are the honestly else? who would who would I mean, out crazy him? No Nobody. One. Yeah, there's not even no one can even um, the rest of them are just a bunch of acolytes, sycophant, spineless, nothing. Right. I mean, they, it's like, who is it? Fucking um, De- DeSantis is not a compelling. No, DeSantis wrong man. Yeah. He is. He is such a nothing. And, he, and, personality. He's, take, and he's not fighting back because he's scared to. But then Trump is thumping him. But I wanted to bring up this one thing, re- the reason why I knew this wasn't going to be a big deal in New York, because I remember this and I just looked it up. In 1999, the KKK was going to march in New York City, <laughs> right? Yeah. And uh, it was people were really scared, like kind of like this, what was going on. <laughs> and then I guess they realized how pissed off people were going to be. Uh, 18 Klan members showed up. <laughs> Yeah, and let me let me. Were they? They probably were dressed in casual um, lay people clothing. Yeah, they said they, they left the um, yeah, whatever the hoods at home. Yeah, they said they were, and the reporters thought it was going to be a big thing. So it was eighteen, and there was like hundreds of reporters and TV crews, and none of them show, showed up because they know they know. Why were they gonna? What, what were they gonna march for? I don't. Uh, I guess really racist. Yeah, but I think I remember everyone was talking about it. everyone was very scared. They got they got a, a permit to do it and then everyone went bananas and then I think they realized that if they were going to come in hard, you know, they were going to get their asses fucking kicked. So, yeah, that's probably. I I mean, uh, I think, you know, New York still, uh, you know, has a rep for being um a pretty tough place and also i feel like in the last few years it's kind of the the rep has kind of actually gone back a little bit to like to its dangerous roots a little more yeah like people are like which i don't think it's i think it has gotten better you know after since the pandemic and stuff but it's still out there it's still kind of in the um the mythology of new york and people are like it's like it's a nightmare there you yeah. go there and they just murder you and it's kind of like well, I, but I'm it's talking, weird because it's like literally like every like a one bedroom apartment is like nine thousand dollars, like, <laughs> but they're murdering everyone who comes here. <laughs> well, I as I might I, I told this story to someone yesterday. Uh, now this is someone from Long Island, but Long Island is kind of a especially out there. They're more, they could be at like Alabama, right? And a lot of those people actually perceive New York City almost the same way as people from around the country. So I'm using this as an example. It was a few years back and I was talking to this guy. I don't know where it was. And he's like six foot seven monster. Right. And I'm talking to him, I'm, you know, about New York. And I said, yeah, I took the subway the other day. And he's like, you took the subway. And I'm like, yeah, I do it all the time. I, I would never do it. He, this guy, first of all, looked this like a cop. Recent? No, a few years back, four or five okay. years ago, looked like a cop was six foot seven. And he said he'd never taken the subway and was absolutely terrified to do it. Wait, wait, so, did he live here? No, he, this was out in Long Island. So I was uh, like, I was okay. at like a get together in Long Island. And, uh, but had know, he just, been to the city? He had, he had been to the city, but he was like so scared, like the subway. Nah, nah you don't do to take the subway. So, no. but were you like, well, that's the only way to go anywhere? I yeah. Mean, just... But I'm like, and I basically said to him, I'm like, I, even if there was crime down there, murder, like you would be fine. No one is going to go right. for this six foot seven guy who looks like a cop. You'd be fucking fine, you know? Yeah. But it, it just shows goes to how people perceive of the city, even not that far away. 
That's yeah, that's really interesting, especially now, because I remember taking the subway. I'm sure you do, too. Yeah. When it actually was terrifying and like scary where it was um, in the 80s when it was just covered in graffiti. I didn't have to take it a lot because I was really young, but right. you would avoid I, it. At all costs. But I remember being really young and like being on the train like 1980 and I must have been like seven and like. It was just so scary and terrifying. Just graf- the, the trains were just covered in graffiti, and that was a big thing. They, yeah, they I did. remember at, going with my grandfather. He lived in like the Bronx, and we would go up to Yankee games in the subway. And this is South Bronx you're talking about, and uh, it was like what I, I. But I thought it was so cool. Like <laughs> every time I was on the subway, you know, I didn't take it too much. But whenever time I was, especially in that scenario, because it was really hardcore. I'm like, this is insane. This is like yeah. Mad Max. Like, Look at them stopping that guy to death. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, I remember being really young and being on a train and like these these kids were on the train and they were just screaming. And I was like, like being really loud. And I wasn't scared. I remember I was like mad. I was like, why don't they just shut up? You know what I mean? And then um, <laughs> when I got older, I was like, oh, that was like, you don't. if there's like, you know, rowdy teenagers on the train, you don't like get mad at them. I mean, I was like seven. <laughs> so like, um, yeah, but I mean, that was, a, you know, when we were, you know, when I was in high school, like it was a it was a regular occurrence that you could, you know, there was violence on the train, like you would run into like, like packs of of thugs, there. Right. like they, they would really like, you know, but but um, it wasn't that bad during the day. I mean, not was, during the day, yeah, but I mean, yeah. it was. I did. I had incidents on the train during the day when right. I was a kid, when I was like in high school, because all the high schools would be getting out, and there we were near some bad high schools, and they would kind of target certain. You know, the, uh, I don't know if you remember the eighties. It was. I mean, maybe it's still a thing, but it it seemed more of a thing at the of the time where, like these these teenagers these thugs would travel in big packs right. and just rob people like that was just like that was their um tactic was it was like the, the central park jogger the central park five thing that's what that was there right. was like and we can i don't want to get into it again but like those guys whatever you know i guess they didn't gang rape the woman but they did beat the shit they were there beating the right. shit right and there was people. always that and that was a hard bad thing and it was good that they you know kind of fixed the crime problem because it would always be like when that happened with the Central Park jog- jogger, people were like, well, she was jogging at Central Park at night, so she deserved it. I'm like, no one deserves to get raped, you know? Right. And that used to always be the thing when there was crime. Like, oh, that you you wore gold on the subway? Yeah, you deserve yeah. it, you know? You went outside? <laughs> <laughs> you went outside in New York? Oh, you're asking for it. My earliest memory of taking the subway, um, I was a little kid, and my father was a teacher in the, in the Bronx, and he would take his uh students once a year to the circus in madison square garden and he says hey yeah. you want to come take off work school today we'll go we'll go and i remember taking the subway and then we come back and you the guys burn time- the circus down <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the thing i hated most about the circus and i'm they finally got rid of it and actually ringling brothers is coming back without it is that you know they they're no more elephants right and i don't know if you ever went to the circus Ringling Brothers. Yeah, I did. Yeah, the whole time I was in there, it just smelled like elephant shit. Like it just, <laughs> and I couldn't. It was so pervasive. I'm like, this is. You guys like, like, had really good seats. Yeah, I don't think we were that good, and then I just couldn't take it, and I was smelling it for the next like hour or two. But then after a while, I'm on the subway. I'm like, is this the elephant shit or this the subway? I couldn't. 
to or forget. just human shit <laughs> <laughs> or is it the guy shitting in front of me right, right. now <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's you know that's a very new york centric problem like not being able to disseminate between human shit and, and elephant <laughs> shit um yeah i mean uh i will say like the train a few years ago during the pandemic seemed more dangerous, but, but, but I definitely have not been afraid of taking the train at night in like knock on wood uh, in a while. Cause even though like I, I do take the train at night now, like, and yeah. um, I do notice every time I'm on, there are so many, it seems like there's more weirdos on the train than yeah. there were. Have you noticed that? Oh, of course. Yeah. There's more. We- I'm kind of like, I guess no one normal takes the train anywhere. Cause it's like, there's always a, not, not even like, threatening even though i will see dudes sometimes i'm like that guy looks kind of like bad news like or there'll be just some really not not even like they're gonna rob just some crazy guy who looks like he's about to like start you know taking a crap in the in the middle of the train or like this is a big thing too where you go on the train and there's just a guy who's like it's his house it's like his apartment yeah train (laughs) so he's just literally has like all his stuff on one area of the on one side and he's just like laying down you know like he's at home and then and it's funny because people just kind of how they deal with it is they just kind of sit like four seats over you know like that's their way of being like oh well that guy lives here but so i'll just sit a little further away than i normally would um or another one i used to have a joke about like you can tell how badly someone's doing in their life by how many uh seats they're using on the train (laughs) that's like um if a guy's like has his feet on like two, you're like, oh, that guy is on his way home. He had a really bad day. And then if someone's using like four seats laying down, you're like, that guy is home. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so I don't. I mean, I it's funny because I I've noticed it a little bit. It's more like weirdos, like yeah. freaks are out. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I always I have this joke. This is I still do occasionally. It's like you you go over on a train, it's empty that train is empty you know something's wrong and it's yeah, either two things it's either the heat or air conditioning does not work on that train or two more likely dead body on that train you know I, it is funny how like yeah you kind of have to learn that because like i've had that where the, it'll be going by and every car's packed and then you're like wait what about this one i guess no one noticed this one's empty yeah. and then you go on and it's just some cra- it's usually just a crazy guy screaming right or, or-, or- or it's like someone who's like smells so fucking bad. It's like a homeless guy who smells so yeah. bad. And I so every once in a while, you're like, I can't be packed in like a sardine. I'm just gonna fucking hold my breath and just fucking do this, you know? Yeah. And it's you know, it's, it's like kind of a Sophie's choice of. Uh, pain it's funny it's because, um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's exactly like Sophie's choice. It's very <laughs> analogous. <laughs> Are you gonna go on the shitty the the car that smells like shit? But. It's funny because even if as bad as it'll be, there will still be like five people on that car who are just like, you know what? I'd rather just have a seat. <laughs> but it's well, funny. I've seen it sometimes where like I was on the train and there was a guy. I mean, he, you know, it's it's really funny when it's like deceptive because someone will be crazy, but they won't look crazy immediately right. or like homeless or that. So like I've seen it where there'll be a guy who's like, I don't even like they're on heroin or something. And they're right. kind of like sitting and they're there's kind of like uh leaning back and forth what is it they're kind of like swaying yeah swaying. and then i saw like someone sitting next to them with like a girl with like her boyfriend they were talking and then i saw the guy slowly kind of like falling on her like completely <laughs> falling on her and she just kind of was like oh you know like kind of ignored it um 
That's funny. Yeah, and it was uh, like, uh, yeah, it's that's funny when you kind of see them slowly, like, oh, he they didn't look crazy, but I can now they're crazy. Yeah, I don't know if I brought this up before once, but uh, like, you don't see too many hot female homeless people. That's just not a thing, right? If you're a hot yeah. woman, you kind of figure out how to survive. But yeah. it is possible, and this happened a long time ago. I was on the train, and this really good-looking woman started. She started talking to me, and I'm like, "Oh, this is this is fucking cool." And then I started noticing the things she was saying were making no sense. I'm like, "Oh, uh huh." And then I looked down. I wasn't even looking because I was kind of crowded in the train. I looked down, <laughs> and her pants were like in tatters. They were like Hulk pants, Incredible Hulk pants. Yeah. And I'm like, like after he comes back and being right. normal again. And I don't think she was wearing shoes. And I'm like. Oh, she's insane! But like yeah. from the top up, was she hot? She was like sm- for like it was like, and she's talking to me. It's um. We, and I realize anytime an, a hot woman is going to approach me, I I have to assume they're crazy now. So well, I, I've had that too on the train where I was like one time I was walking on the platform where this woman was sitting there, and she I don't know if she was hot, but she looked normal, right. and um, she started talking to me, and then um, as I talked to her, I was like, oh, this chick's like something's off with this chick she's trying to get money or something um right. and she wasn't like super hot but she looked she looked normal and at first i was like oh cool but like it is kind of a red flag of some chick it just kind of starts chatting you up on the train who's kind of like normal-ish it's, yeah there's probably I, something i saw some off. comic i don't know who it was but it was kind of a fun kind of funny in a way he was talking about what did people do on the subway before they had phones because the phone lets you not look at people you know, which is what you want. You don't want to stare at people. But I'm like, I remember that. You know, you're on the train, and I, that's why I would always want to have a newspaper or something to look down on. The newspaper headphones was a big one too, right? But every once in a while, you're like, "Fuck, I don't have either." And then you're just like, you don't know where to stare, right? You know? Yeah. Then you're looking for a scrap of newspaper that they, someone threw on the floor, and you're like, right, right. Oh, you're here's fair the game. <laughs> yeah. The worst is when you're there and you kind of look up and you um, inadvertently make eye contact with someone, and it's like <laughs> a crazy guy who's like clearly targeted you and is trying to get eye contact with someone and watch the <laughs> icon. I've had that so many times where like, I would just look up and some crazy guy would just be staring at me on the train. And right when I made eye contact, they were like, well, you're the guy now. And I was like, Oh fuck. I, I had a reason. I think I told you like this guy came on and he was like, this is an, I've been noticing more speeches on the train that, right. that, and that's really annoying. I, right. I, I hate when you get on every train you get on, there's like, another speech you know and right. it's really heartbreaking and horrible and like i always feel bad but like i just it, you know what am i supposed to it's so awkward like they're like god you know i haven't eaten in five weeks and you know and, and everyone beat me up and you know and then they're just standing right in front of you with no pants and you're like yeah sorry and i mean i don't really carry money anymore so no, that's what i always tell people you know i, I mean i I feel bad because i want to give but i don't like taking my money out so i you know i usually don't car- carry cash but well, you know, it's weird. Those subway crews, some of them take like Venmo now. <laughs> yeah, they should. <laughs> I'm sure they'll, if they're smart, they would. But it's funny because it's like now as a comedian, sometimes like someone stares at you at the train and you're like, this person either recognizes me from comedy or wants to kill me. Like that's, there's yeah. no, <laughs> right. <Or> sometimes <laughs> both. I just did a show. I think your last show, I think it was like, it would have been, I saw someone later. I think it, it would have been both. They recognized me and wanted to kill me. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I've had, I remember I had that on the train, this uh, a homeless guy, he was, he was crazy and he made eye contact with me. He just kept staring me down. He got really mm-hmm. close. And then, um, 
three weeks later, I saw the guy again on the train and he did the same exact thing. Wow. I was just like, why does this guy, why is it always me? He's so, <laughs> have you ever had that where like the homeless person is like so mad at you? Like they've decided you're the one that right. is like the problem in their life and their mind. Well, especially if you're a white <laughs> dude, you probably have, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, they, anytime someone's wrong, there was probably a white guy who did it. Let's face it. Cause we have all the power. So no, I know, I know. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. But, but I mean, there's other white guys too around, um, right. but no, it is funny. I mean, cl clearly he was crazy, but it happened like twice where he just was staring at me so mad where, and I thought he was gonna, have you ever had it where they've almost like assaulted you or like start harassing you? I, I had that the other day when I was, uh, getting a sandwich at this deli that I go to and there's a line, but some guy just cut the line and I said to him, uh, you know, the lines over here and he fucking lost his mind. Was he, um, like a normal guy or was he like crazy? Yeah, like I mean, he looked normal at first, but then he just was unhinged, you know? And then he's like, I'll, he was like, you know, I can throw you across this and fuck that. I'm was like, he oh. like, was he really trying to order a sandwich? He, I don't know what he was doing, but he just cut the line, you know, and you're waiting on right. the line for like 20 minutes and everyone knows the rules, you know, sometimes people yeah. forget and they don't know where the thing is. You go, oh, okay, I'll go back there. And he kind of lost it. I'm like, uh oh, yeah. yeah, I hate that. That's a big thing here. I've had at certain places where like people, the line is kind of not very well uh, defined, right. you know, and then someone will just go ahead of you. And I, that's a big thing. I can't. If yeah. if I let it go, I always feel like um, someone's really taking advantage of me. Like I'm like I'm not gonna yeah. let you get away with this. But I know. But sometimes yeah, you could tell. I mean, because I if it was if he looked crazy from the start, I would have been like forget it. But he seemed normal, and then I'm like, uh oh, you know. That's how it is, though. You never know here. Like someone could just be fucking out of their minds. So uh, the big thing I was telling you to talk about before is like uh, movie theaters. I was having a lot of uh, confrontations in yeah. movies because people. There's a new thing where, you know, because of the, I mean, it was happening before the pandemic, but now just no one knows how to act. Like I literally think most people don't understand the, de the decorum of a movie theater, like how right. you're supposed that when you go there, you're not supposed to be on your phone yeah. the whole time or on Facebook. I, I went to go see like Django once and the guy next to me was on Facebook the whole time. I'm like, this is a good movie. Why are you go home if you're going to just right. go? But that's why I don't like Facebook. going to the movies because now I, I, I'm you're, you're trained, and when you're watching a movie, you're like, oh, that actor, who's that actor? And you got to Google the person, you know, and then your light goes on in your phone, and you piss off everybody. Yeah, that's why I don't like to. But well, I oh, so you're the guy doing that shit. Yeah, but that's why I don't go to the movies anymore because I ruin it for other people. I don't talk uh, though, but I, I usually I, try to turn my phone off before. Yeah. Um, but people talk. People people just are like, oh, I I, I have something I that I thought of during this movie, right? Yeah. And I'm going to say <laughs> it to my friend, and you're like, you know, and I'm always like, I, you know, I mean, I I usually say if it gets really bad and egregious, I say something, and you know, sometimes they get they either ignore me or get or get really mad. Well, I um, want I want to talk about crazy people for a minute. Let's get back for a second to Marjorie Taylor Green. Okay, yeah, that's how this started. Because she was on 60 Minutes and everyone was very upset about that um, because you're kind of normalizing a crazy person, which they kind of did. It was kind of a softball interview. It wasn't that hard. Wasn't it? Didn't she? I mean, I didn't really. But did she? Didn't she ask her about like, why are you, why are you calling everyone a pedophile? Well, well, well yeah, I'll play it right now. Uh, Leslie okay. Stahl. Uh, here we go. Interviewing Marjorie Taylor Greene. That are over the top like the Democrats are a party of pedophiles. I would definitely say so. They support grooming children, 
They are not pedophiles. Why would you say that? Democrats, Democrats support, even Joe Biden, the president himself, supports children being sexualized and having transgender surgeries. Sexualizing children is what pedophiles do to children. Wow. That was all she said was, wow. You know, and you kind of yeah. Wow, on. she really came back hard on her. Um, <laughs> what? Um, I mean, the fact that that's where we are—that's one of the main mouthpieces. That's one of the leaders of the republic of one of the part major parties now. Is is that's that's her view of the other right. party? Is that everyone who's on the other side is a pedophile? I mean, that's a pretty serious allegation. Well, it all started. I truly believe it. It really started in 2016 when. Trump was so awful. There was only one way they could make Hillary worse by saying she was a pedophile. Right. Right. And it started then. And they realized that's a good line of attack because just being accused of being a pedophile already for, to some people, that's already guilty. Right. Because it's such right. a horrible thing. So they've used this technique now and it seems to work. I mean, Tom Hanks, I noticed, was off Twitter. He's not on Twitter anymore. And you look in his comments and everyone's calling him a pedo. Are they I mean, still doing that? Yeah. I mean, he's not posting anything anymore because he's like, fuck this. But I'm not sure why they made Tom Hanks, I guess, is a kind of a liberal dude. But it was weird how they made him a target. I don't know why. Was that just almost like the ultimate test of like, if we can get people to believe that Tom Hanks yeah, is a pedophile, that be. just shows how far gone every, everyone is. Yeah. Like, um, I it's just it's you're right. And that's what's so. How do you even like defend against that? It's just be, it's just gone so far off the deep end that you would you would be one of the major voices of the, or leaders of the party, and you're going on sixty minutes as national broadcast, and like you're just going to be like, yeah, no, they're all pedophiles. Like that's right. going to be your answer. Like, oh, really? Okay, cool, good, good point. And right then it's now, like, and think about this: is that Bill Biden's grooming children? What, right. what are you talking about? You would say seventy percent of Americans do not believe that at all. But 30, I don't think that what. But 30% of the people do. And that's scary because if 30% of the people think you're doing the most heinous crime, I mean, you know, you can't get it out of their heads. That's 30%. That's, yeah. That's the hardcore trouble. That Trumpers. actually sounds low. I thought it was would be higher, like 99%. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but, you know, it goes back to, I mean, you know, the whole, it was hyperbolic for a while, the whole cult thing. But I do feel like now when people say it's a cult, it, People are starting to come to the realization it really is a full blown cult, and that's how cults operate. They're like yeah. everyone is a pet, you know. Everyone else in the world is trying to ruin the world, and we're here to save that. Like we're here to save the world from pedophiles, and right. so that's why you're justified in doing anything you have to do. Like and find, I think cheat, a, steal. It's yeah. just, you have to stop. People are trying to rape kids and it's right so like, they can do whatever you want right and i also think as a as an offensive move when you're trying to get your positions or things out there and you're spending time just defending yourself from being a pedophile it's taking valuable time away from whatever you need to do right so i think it's also it's like a it's, it really is a brilliant move even though it's horrible i mean yeah, but it's it's so that's how that's how far gone everything, how far up the deep end everything's gone. Where it's just like they find you know, you you found these shameless people who just you know have literally no moral compass or responsibility. Where they're just like, I'm just going to say the worst thing. And I think I I think she believe I think she's so far in the cult. I mean, maybe she doesn't believe it fully, but I I am. I mean, I think a big part of her believes that. 
what is this? I can't so get in what, these what, is, what is this grooming children? What is that like? So when she says Joe Biden is grooming children, what does that mean? Okay. He's out like so hitting so, on 15 year olds. So basically they've conflated pedophilia and homosexuality. Homosexuality was accepted and there's gay marriage and people thought that would that that was done, right? But these people figured out a way to kind of put the two together. And that, you know, and you hear some like, so if a gay person wants to turn someone young into another gay person by making them read books in a library. So that's what she's yeah. talking about. The grooming is not necessarily having sex with them, but it's I'm going to oh. make you into a gay person. And that's where they they've gotten but some parents upset pedophile. about it. What? But then she said they're pedophiles. But so did, they're not. You heard what she said. What? But no, she's not. She's getting around saying it without saying it. They're not raping children. They're just sexualizing children. And she says it's the same thing. Oh, but I, right. yeah, I thought pedophilia was like they were having sex with the kids. Isn't right. that what it is? It is. But when you're using that term now for everything, people right. get confused. <laughs> you know, I guess that's true. If you're you give like, a, yeah, you have a, you know, you have a book yeah. in your library, you have a drag queen show at your thing, then you're all pedophiles. You know, no one's getting hurt. But yeah, it's kind of she, she's just kind of broadened the term. It's basically like, right. they're they're all pedophiles. Like, what do you mean? They, yeah, they want everyone to have health care. They're pedophiles. <laughs> it's like that's not what pedophiles are. Um, yeah, that's crazy. And then like the whole um, have because you follow, I, following Tennessee where they're like trying to oust these like take these like three Democrats off the um, mm -hmm. off Congress or whatever because like um, they actually like were you know they joined the protesters the kids were protesting you know gun but they want like you know gun reform and they were right. just like you're out of here <laughs> like it's just like yeah. that's so far off the deep end like one side is like you're all pedophiles and then one side's like hey we shouldn't like have laws so that nine-year-olds don't get murdered and they're like that's you've gone too far yeah. get out of here <laughs> and not only that but like they're using the guys anytime now there's a protest anywhere republicans will go it's just like january 6th and oh. they do that for a reason to make January 6th don't not normalize seem as bad. it. Yeah. Normalize they said it, it was an insurrection. These uh, teenagers uh, pro protesting about uh, gun laws. They right. said that was an insurrection. Yeah. They, they If you watch those shows, Tucker Carlson's calling everything an insurrection. You know, you just, uh, you know, you have a bad date or you fucking get you get a prank phone call. That was an insurrection or something. I right. Wait, so he. Um, so what do you think is, you know. So that trial, the Dominion Fox trial, is, is set to start in like two weeks, I think. Yeah, I don't um, know if there's going to be cameras in there. Unfortunately, there's no cameras in the Trump one. Uh, well, aren't they still kind of like they haven't just... First of all, he doesn't have to be back in court until December. That's another thing no one's really talking. Everyone's like, oh, I yeah. can't believe it. It's like, yeah, uh, th there's a nine-month break. But do you That's think actually now, good. That's good. Maybe closer to the election. Yeah, give us a... you know. I also you know, feel like, do you think they're going to bring other, the other ones are going to start being brought to? I think so. But you know what I was thinking about the other day is like, you know, they still, in a lot of these court cases, they just won't let cameras in the Supreme, even the Supreme Court won't let cameras in. So I had a theory. <laughs> this is not as awful theory. It's not really there. Maybe the, you know, the guys who do the sketches in the trials. Yeah. Maybe they have like a strong, powerful lobby in Congress. Yeah, they must because if they put the cameras in, they're all out of work. Yeah, you know? right. You shouldn't be going into that profession anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is so? What do you want to do? I'm trying to get into sketching people in court. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be a thing anymore. Yeah, and the drawings are always so bad too. They never really look like them. 
they I will say I saw the Trump one and it was bad. It was yeah. like that's right because they had an actual picture of him and it didn't really. But they they used to do the thing where like I remember it from like the Central Park Five where they would always kind of like draw them in a way where they looked really horrible. Like they you know make them look really threatening, menacing. Thug- yeah, yeah. They just would kind of like have these like scowls on their face, which I'm sure they did because they probably weren't very happy. Right. Um, they drew, but, they, put, they drew them all in the shikis and stuff like that. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Black they, power. They, they had uh, them, yeah, holding uh, lead pipes in court, <laughs> attacking white women. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, I, that that whole Central Park Five thing, I, it's it's kind of amazing because I'm sure I've talked about. I'm sure you remember yeah. that, like those kids were like bad kids, um, right? But they were, you know, I know, I know, yeah. I know they didn't do that. But I mean, and I will, you know, I will say I was watching that guy on the news and, you know, having first of all, you know, I was watching Joy Reid and this is what really pissed me off. She was interviewing Yusef Salam and she was like, you know, I was like a couple of years older than you and I just moved to New York. And I remember like watching you and on the news and you guys and I was just so horrified. It made me so scared what it's like to be a young black guy in America. And I'm like. Are you fucking kidding me? Everyone, when that happened, everyone thought they did it. Right. And then she was like, I, I can't believe. Well, they, they, black they, people they, might have thought differently, though, in fairness. They probably they might. They might have. But they also she was also like, you're right. You're right. But I think the consensus was in every community was that this is what they didn't. They failed to mention. They're like, you know, it was really scary. They could just railroad us like that. And it's like, you guys, there's videotape of you saying you did it. Like, right. that's why everyone thought you did it. You guys said on video and they showed it everywhere that you were mm-hmm. like, yeah, I raped her. Then he raped her. Then right. we raped her. Well, I mean, like, they were co- they were co- coerced into it. However, though, I know, but I mean, no one the, knew that I would say in a lot of places, I'm not speaking, but like in the black, I mean, there was such a it was crime was so bad at that point that even in the black communities, they were, you know, they wanted they were tired of the law lawlessness, too. So. Yeah, they weren't like they lived in the. I mean, that that was the thing I think that's kind of like people don't really realize. Like, like I remember Tupac Shakur said it. He was like, like you know, we I live in the projects with the murderers. Like, I'm supposed to not be scared because I'm black. Like, no, they're going to murder me too. So it's kind of like just because you're the same color and you're living with them doesn't mean you're not. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to pass you over. Like they were. It was bad for everybody. Right. I mean, it was worse probably for them. That's but. why in the, when Giuliani was when he was still normal in his second term, he won such a landslide. I think he got even a good amount of the black vote because people really perceived that right. the crime had turned around and most of the crime was in the black areas so right that's you know, how bad then, new york was right. like giuliani they were like yeah <laughs> but you know trump put you know he did take that ad out saying those people should be executed um and uh he's just hey look yeah. I, I i i heard that. the ad cost eighty five thousand dollars. i wonder if he actually even paid for it but um, i'm sure he didn't but yeah. i understand that but i mean i when that was happening, every, the the consensus, everyone thought they had done it. No one was. It right. wasn't like that wasn't the crazy. It wasn't like everyone was like, oh, there's no evidence and they didn't do it. And then Trump was like, yo, these guys did it. We should murder. It, that was like people were were very angry and but, upset. Yeah. The and, entire and, city was on. And that's why New that York point. was at the time. That's why Bernard gets. I think he went to jail for a little bit, maybe. He but did, he, but just for like gun, like go, illegal gun possession, right? But you know, he murdered people, and uh, no, he didn't. Mur- he didn't murder them. 
he he um oh he didn't kill Lonnie Owen wherever no, one of them one of them got um paralyzed right he but he didn't see any jail time really for that because or attempted murder because self-defense he got yeah, people rally yeah people rallied behind him even though and then they later realized he was a psycho but <laughs> i see you know i saw that guy like two weeks ago like outside where i i see him all the time he's bernard gets bernard gets i see him all the time right outside where i live he's he really where i live complex they have squirrels no he doesn't but he's really he's really into squirrels and he's always <laughs> feeding squirrels get the fuck yeah, I've seen him. I've I I've I've seen him like fifty times in my life. Like right, literally, like right when I go outside. How would you even recognize him? He's playing. He looks exactly the same. I mean, he looks a little older, but he, you know, it's. Well, I you always want to say something. No, I wouldn't. No, no, no. You know what's so funny? I I told this story. I I put up a video about it. About I'll try and tell it fast. So like. Four months ago, I so where I live, uh, my my sister and her family used to live he in the next building where I live. And um I there's this woman who lives in who lived in their building. My, they don't live there anymore. Right. And I guess, you know, my brother-in-law is a lawyer, and I guess like he was doing some work for this woman, and okay. she's Jamaican. I'm just saying that because I think I might do her voice and she has an accent. Okay. So whenever I see her, she's always like. Why not he call me? Why don't he call me? He never called me. What what's going on? And I'm like, and I barely talk. I don't my my brother-in-law was living in like India with my sister. Like, so I don't talk to him. And like, um, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I have nothing to do with this. I don't know. And so I, I ran into her like four months ago, and like I just I'm standing, she's on a bench and she starts being like, Why don't he call me? He, he owe me money, never. And I'm like, and I finally go, um, I go, uh, do you know Steve? And she's like, who, who's Steve? And I go, Steve, he's this guy I knew in high school. He owes me money. Like, wh- wh- why doesn't he pay me back? Like, uh, I was doing the same thing to her. Like, yeah. I go, yeah, but you should get the money for me. So anyway, we're getting into this, like, altercation. And I look, I glance to my right, and Bernie Getz is sitting next oh, to her God. on the bench. <laughs> Bernard gets a vigilante from 1985 who shot these, like, four black guys on the train for, like, harassing him. And the, the altercation is getting a little more heated and he like gives me a look like almost kind of, you know, that look people give you when something in public is happening and they're uncomfortable. And he like gets up and he gives me kind of like a um, yeah. dirty well, look. He gets up and walks away. And I'm like, what, what, what is going on? I'm in a situation that like Bernhard gets is uncomfortable around this scenario <laughs> and like leaving <laughs> like, Bernard gets is looking at me. Like I'm, you know, I'm yeah. the one making a, a spectacle of myself in That's the middle really of New cool. York city. You weirded um, out Bernard gets, you know, right. Where he was like, Whoa, I can't, you know, I, I, I shot four guys on the train, but like, <laughs> I can't take it. This is too much for me. Um, I would like to see around Dahmer. He'd probably be like, Oh, fucking this guy. What the fuck, man? But I thought that was like pretty funny because I was like, it's yeah. so surreal. I'm like, I'm kind of having a fight on the street with this woman. And now Bernard Getz is there, this kind of notorious <laughs> like criminal icon of new. Because remember, he was like, he's in that, you know, he was like an icon kind of. He right. was like a representative. Well, if you run into him again, uh, you should play. Why don't you ask him for some money? Just go give me five dollars. Five bucks. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if he would get that. He he must. He totally <laughs> yeah. would. I probably he's probably got it. I don't know. I don't know if anyone would actually do it to him. You know. I remember I overheard him talking to one of the security guards of my complex, mm-hmm. and um, 
it was like this black guy. And I was like, when I overheard him, he was just like, just talking about something totally trivial and nothing benign. And I remember I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe, like, it was like in my head, I, I just would assume Bernie gets when he's talking to someone like a black guy would just be doing, doing something like, you know, contentious or like, right. race, you know what I mean? Like, but I'm like, wow, he just talks to people normal. What a, what a weird, <laughs> what a weird concept. Cause I, whenever I've seen him in an interview, he's, you know, that's all he's talking about. Right. You know what I mean? So I couldn't believe he, to hear him not talking about shooting people in the eighties was so foreign yeah. to me. He's kind of, he was kind of a one hit wonder, you know, he only, he only did it once, you know, I even know. Charles, well, he's Bronson. more a four hit wonder, but <laughs> yeah, but he only, Charles Bronson <laughs> made four movies, you know, death wishes I know. Five, five, I think yeah. actually. Yeah. And actually one of them came out right after and they totally capitalized on that. I think I've made this joke before, but, but like, uh, the death wishes were always so funny. Cause like the first one, you like, he rapes and kills his wife or daughter or something. And then the second one, there's some other relative and it just keeps happening. Like and the third the one, like his family's completely dead. <laughs> no, like the fifth one, they're like stretching. It's like his third cousin. <laughs> right. Right. The fifth one. It's like his high school gym teacher. <laughs> I'm like, I know you want to avenge your, you know, but these are barely your relatives at this point. It's like, yeah. I don't know. This one's iffy. This one's borderline. <laughs> Do I really want to dedicate the rest of my summer to, to avenging this? Like, I just rewatched the third one mm -hmm. and um it's uh he his 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 whole immediate family is dead by then <laughs> like they've all been murdered <laughs> and um they just kill a friend of his at the beginning right. so he so he spends the whole year like trying to murder all, and the third one is like an all out I didn't realize it until I mean I guess I realized it but it's like a it's a Rambo movie at the end of the movie mm -hmm. have you seen he has a machine gun and he's in the middle of New York City just shooting <laughs> gangs of people, like literally like 50 people in the street during the day. And he just completely gets away with it. They should they should redo that. Oh, oh he's dead, but he just keep going with it, you know. Like he avenges the death of his like Grubhub delivery guy or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> his cat. <laughs> well, they I, I think John, my cat. John Wick is basically that anyway. Oh yeah, that is yeah. that. Yeah. Um well yeah, uh, they they keep making those, but those are supposed to be good. But no, it's um I don't know, it's it, you know, it's kind of circular like you know, I I may, maybe the reputation of New York from the 80s. I know it's not the same it's it's not looked at as the same way, but I think there's maybe like a residual effect where people are still kind of yeah, freaked out by it. And when you see you know, a lot of movies you see about New York, especially in the 80s, were just oh, like it looks like hell on earth. Right, right. And there was a movie, Escape from New York, you know, I mean. And that was supposed to be 1998. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, I would watch movies and I was a kid. I was like, oh, my God, what is this? And I was like, Wait, I, li I live here. This looks like a nightmare. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to play one last right. thing. And then because uh, people were saying uh, after he was arrested, uh, he's see people are starting to say he's lost some zip off his fastball trump he's not he's a little slower more lethargic people thought he was coming in a little too slow and he has been lately so i'll just play a clip of trump uh it says trump delivers brief rambling speech after new york arrest well pretty much every one of his speeches is rambling but yeah let's play a second but now we're there and time there today as you possibly read with a local failed district attorney charging a former president of the United States for the first time in history, 
on a basis that every single pundit and legal analyst said, there is no case. There's no case. They kept saying, there's no case. Now, here's the thing. Uh, the, no, He always does that where he goes, everyone says, everyone says. Everyone, but, right? But all the legal experts are like, yeah, this there's this is legitimate crimes here. Yeah, totally. No, yeah. every everyone they've had or a lot of, you know, it kind of goes back and forth. Some, you know, I've seen some pundits say like, you know, oh, it's not a very strong case. And then I've seen some that are like, no, it's a very strong, you know, I mean, there is a case there. It definitely. And the other thing is like, they're like, it's so political. It's like, first of all, I mean, maybe. But what does it matter? He did the thing like it doesn't right. fucking matter. All right, fine. Like, but I feel like most crimes that are brought, it's like for a biased reason. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. It's not like, um. Well, I really like these guys, but I, I think we're going to have to charge them with gang rape. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're so biased. You're so against rape. Like, you're right. I don't like rape. I mean, you know, sue me. But um, I, I think you can almost see, though, on the other side, how they're all. First of all, it's so, it's so funny. It, it, it is straight out of the cult playbook because I've watched all these documentaries about cults. And when the cult leader kind of starts to crumble and it, it mm-hmm. looks like they're really going to be held accountable, they, the the cult members who are still in it, they lose their fucking shit. Like, right. You, Cause they can tell it's like, it's close to ending it. It's almost like reality is like close to like piercing through this threshold that they refuse to acknowledge. And it's like, you can set like with Lindsey Graham, like crying and please, it's just kind of, you can, you can just see like, seeing them lose their shit looks like almost every cult documentary at this point where <laughs> right. like when the cult leader gets arrested, everyone's just like, this, this is ridiculous. I, I can't believe I got done. That's good. I, I think, um, honestly, I wasn't thinking it at first, but I'm like, I think they should be pretty scared. Like if you're really going to hang on to this, like, I don't think this is going in a good, when he's indicted for something else and he has like another defamation suit, it's just like, I know you're crazy and everything, but it's like, do you if you're a Republican who's not out of your mind, do you really think he's like a winning candidate? You know what I mean? Like if I I was them, they don't care anymore, though, you know, but there has to be some that are like, look, we need to win. We can't have. But I mean, it's just the karma that they brought upon it, because who is the next guy? DeSantis? I mean, I mean, and they're not even winning elections anymore. They always lose the popular vote. They just do shenanigans to win elections now. So. You know, I think they think they just get someone who can get 40 percent of the vote and then they'll just, you know, find a way to sneak in. They'll just so. attack the government. Um, yeah. But so what? What? Right, this is the last thing I just want to talk. So like the Wisconsin, there was just like an yeah. election in Wisconsin for Supreme Court. Is that right. what it was? Huge, why huge. is it the people are saying it's so why? Because of gerrymandering? That's one gerrymandering. Um, two, there's abortion law on the books from 1849 that they want to strike down. So now they have a liberal majority on the court. But the three, the most important, important part of it was during the November elections in 2020, they wanted to, they were doing shenanigans in Wisconsin and it went up to the Supreme Court to see if they could just, you know, refuse the electors and do whatever the fuck they were going to do. I think basically they were like close to giving it to Trump. Right. Or like just getting a new slate of electors, just, just throwing the whole thing into chaos. The election, the Supreme Court voted four to three not to yeah. let that happen. 
four which to is three. insane so like right. literally they just barely they would have given they would have given it to trump probably right he would have probably gotten wisconsin and wisconsin's a very big swing state so it's like it's always very very important to win that one i see so um and then but this is how crazy the republic now they have this court in uh they run the court in the Supreme Court, but there was a Republican who won yesterday in their state Senate or whatever that gives them a veto proof majority in Wisconsin. So what they can do is they can now they have impeachment powers so they can just impeach her if they want to for no reason. Right. And people are like, no way they'll do that. That's just. Oh, right. Impeach. I'm sure. Yeah. And that's what we always say. No way that'll ever happen. Right. There's been a lot of that the last six years of no yeah. way, no way. Yeah. And you know why I think they would? Because she'll strike down the gerrymandering, which means that most of these people who have jobs because they were gerrymandered will probably lose their job. So they'd rather take her out. Right. And then lose her job. So don't don't say no fucking way. Because well, they, what, what do you think? What do you what do you think it would look like if Trump became president again? <laughs> I mean, well, first of all, is that just the end? I mean, it has to be the yeah. the end of everything. And now you remember he is term limited, but you know that's not. If he wins again, does he? Do you think he's gonna fucking give a shit about that now? No, he, yeah. he would never leave. He would never leave. He would die there. It, it's like, right. like, I mean, that you know what's so scary is like that is still there's still like somewhat normal people who are like, well, I'm a Republican, I'm going to support him because I'm going to support whoever. And it's like. After all of this, there's just no like even like Liz Cheney. I'm like, fuck you, Liz Cheney. Like right. she like when did she become not insane? It's like she still voted for him in 2020. Right. It's like, really? Like yeah. now but you I want to get back see? to the Trump right, thing ahead, again. Yeah. Let's say, so if he wins again. Right. He, the only thing that will hurt him maybe for a second term is he might be too old or fucked up. But let's say he, he wins. He, he wants to run again. That would be a third term violates an amendment to the constitution right but he'll be like fuck it i don't care so what happens it goes to the supreme court and the supreme court decides on it now there might be a couple of people on the supreme court be like this is insane but like roberts yeah but you know you got like fucking alito and gorsuch and thomas they would definitely vote for it they would definitely say Kavanaugh, fuck it. definitely. Kavanaugh would probably be, he'd be like more of the borderline one on that one, I think. But he would do it. He would just be, he would, and right. Thomas, did you say Thomas? Yeah, Thomas, yeah. I mean, he's fucking like, he, he's, he's got, he's he in the three cult. guaranteed votes on the Supreme Court. He only needs two more, three guaranteed to, to let him do whatever he and wants. And the fact yeah. that it's that close is like terrifying. Like the fact that like, the fact that like, I feel like he has a 50% chance of being president again. It's just like insane. Right. People <laughs> like, take it. Why is what? Yeah. But people take it for granted. And that's with the gay stuff. People think, oh, that, that issue is old. But you, you think in this country, you get these rights and then you'll never lose them. No, you can lose them. And people get complacent. And uh, I was reading his article. They said in the, the, the time in the world where there were the most democracies were in the early 90s, because that's when the Soviet Union fell. So there was all these democracies. We are at the lowest point in history, or at least in the last couple hundred years, of uh, democracies. A lot of these countries started out democracies and they turned, you know, places like Hungary and stuff like that. So to say it couldn't happen here, you know, that's you're just burying your head in the sand. And to tolerate some some of this stuff just because you want your guy to win, 
you know, that's you, what I mean. Yeah. Like these people who are still like, well, I still support it. It's like, are, are you fine? Like, what needs to happen? Like, right. I mean, and the thing if someone said it uh, the other uh, last night, actually, after the indictment, they were like, you know, everyone's waiting for some silver bullet to like stop this monster. And it's just like the way they're doing it is kind of the only way you can do it, where it's just kind of like, you know, death by a thousand cuts. You just kind of have to keep poking and poking until the monster finally falls. But it's like, that's kind of all you can do. But everyone's just like, and I was guilty of it. I mean, I, I never really believed most of these things, but you know, for so long, you're just like, well, this is it. This is it. Oh, this is it. This is it. And that's why with the indictment, I'm like, I think it's good. I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm happy about it, but at the same time, I'm just like, I don't really, I, I could see it not doing anything, right. like having any. I could see him ba- winning in jail. But I also got into the I, the other day. I was getting in the mind of someone in this country who doesn't care if we lose our democracy because there's a lot of people on the other side now. They go, "Oh, America wasn't a democracy; it was a, a republic." It was some bullshit thing that they always say, which is garbage. But I can understand why some people would want the end of democracy. If you're a poor white trash and your life is horrible. And someone goes around, and goes, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to do things, you know, and I, I don't we don't need a fucking Congress. I can just do this unilaterally, which dictators can get things done quickly. You know, unfortunately, like he would not do that. He just line his own pockets. But there's right. a lot of these countries, these right wing kind of like Hungary and stuff like this. Paul Krugman actually talks about this in the times where they are dictators, but they do give to their people. What they do is they go, we're just going to give it to the, uh, not the immigrants. We're going to give stuff and money and stuff to the real people. Yeah. And in this country, since it's the Republicans, they won't do that. However, if one of these fucking Republicans started going, hey, listen, we're going to give you health care and money and subsidies and stuff. We're just going to do it to the white people. Just, you know. That person right. would win <laughs> and win by a landslide because you could have some people on the, you know, yeah, in the totally. middle go, yeah, that sounds good to me. You know, well, the other thing is, too, it's always like, you know, oh, socialism, communism, you know, and um, don't they always kind of say autocracy that like, this is they, like, an, you know, and it's yeah, like, but isn't they say that exactly communism, what but, you want? <laughs> but the communism is a stupid term. It doesn't even apply to what they're talking about. They're talking about a totalitarian regime. That's not communism. A lot of them were totalitarians, but that's not communism is an economic thing. Yeah, but, I, but, but that's why but I'm that's what they, that's why I'm saying they when not they understand. But they use because they use that word like they use the word pedophile. It just means everything. Right. Now. It's just a it's a, a buzzword and it's right. a it's a trigger word. Like people are just communism. Oh god! I just love how they're always like just every you know if you know they're coming after me because they really want they're coming after you. And it's right. like, what, no, they're not. Like they're not coming after <laughs> me. What are you talking about? All right. Um, and um. Do you think these other guys are terrified, like Giuliani, like now that the, you know, the seal has been broken, it's kind of like, well, why would they even think twice about bringing charges against these other guys? Giuliani is very scared yeah, because he knows the uh, legal system, especially in New York, and he's low hanging fruit because he must because every he's done so many crooked things and everyone hates him. He's just been provoking people. I don't even think like Republicans, some of them like him, but I think if he went to jail, no one would give a fuck. No, he he knows he's low hanging fruit right there. I fucking I hope so. I mean, I don't know what these guys are doing, why they're waiting to. I don't know if you're like we we should wrap, but like Pence, yeah. I guess has to testify. They, the judge said that he he has to testify to the, I guess who is a Jack Smith about the Jack right. Six thing. So that's that's good. He is such an I, 
I almost hate him more than Troy. He is just such a, a wimp. He's like, he's, he is such a pussy, that guy. Like, he thinks he's going to be president. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I mean, he's, everyone hates him. I don't understand. And, it, you know, a lot of these guys who are running for president are really running for vice president, like Nikki Haley. But is he? However, what is people, his slogan going to be? Hang Mike Pence? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think a lot of times people just run because they, this is what I heard years ago. You run for president, your speaking fees go up. You know, you can write books. It's even if you have no chance, you could you, know, you, you give a speech somewhere. You know, I'm sure there's some places where religious places where they want to hear Mike Pence speak. So you go, oh, right, vice president of the United States, former candidate. For president of the United States, Mike Pence, you know, keeps him in the news a little bit. Yeah, you know, even but if I you, think he really thinks he can win. I think he I don't know. I don't know what's in his head. Man. By just He's, literally not standing for anything on any side. Right. I think the only way he wins is every other candidate gets thrown in jail. <laughs> and then I still think he comes in third for some reason. Well, who knows? I mean, I mean, like I said, that party's just so fucking off its rocker. He actually probably wouldn't even be that bad a president. You no, know, he, he would be terrible. He's 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 in people used to talk about that. Oh, Trump died. No, he's like super religious and crazy. Yeah, but I he, feel like he just can't get anything done. He just he he's such a waffler. He, he has no like, um, you, you know, he, he just doesn't stand for anything. No, you know he just I mean? looks like he's an empty suit. You know, that's what he, he is. is. He's just he's just nothing. Yeah. They, they he's sick to mob on his family. And he's like, oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> but we need to history will judge him it's like well i don't i'm that doesn't make me feel better like yeah. that one day people are gonna be like wow that guy was a dick <laughs> all right let's wrap okay. it up all right all right thanks everyone um thanks for listening and uh we'll see you next time all right bye and uh, goodbye <laughs>